Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is another great day for another great episode of Political Theater with me, your host, Charles Nash. We're going to go get go ahead and get Huey and the news with the power of love here. Going to go ahead and get them cut here so we can start in with today's show. Now, I have got a really good show for today, folks. We have all sorts of news to cover today. Uh, a lot of main things to cover. The biggest one that I'm going to cover, as much as I really find it annoying because it's been going on for over two years now, is COVID. But I have to cover some of this because of the ridiculousness that just keeps coming from it. Now, I know most people are saying, well, Mr. Nash, it's not a funny thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, I I get it, folks. I, I really do. I have to hear about it day in and day out from different people, different perspectives. I get it. But <clears throat> speaking of COVID, there is now a new COVID variant. You You heard it from me. It's already been out there. It's being discussed within every network since it was announced here three days ago. It was right before Thanksgiving, folks. We came out. The World Health Organization came out and said, well, we've got a new South African variant. And it's, 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 a, it's a severe case that we've got to manage and, and look into. We got to shut down travel again. We got to start knocking off travel to different countries because we got to we got to control this before it hits the United States and other countries around the world. We got to get on top of this right now. And they've already named it. They've already named it because well, the Chinese put pressure on the World Health Organization and we've got the new name for the new mutated variant. It's called the Omnicorn variant. Now, again, I didn't name this. You could have just named this COVID-3. I mean, we had the Delta variant. Now we have Omnicorn. Whatever. Folks, I'm telling you, I, they, they might as well just ha have named this what I like to call the, the midterm variant because the midterm elections are coming right up around the corner we're already heading into christmas and you know like i've said many times before the democratic party the left wing of the democratic party well they're never gonna let a bad situation go to waste or a situation that they can try to flip into a bad situation when it's really, really not that bad of a situation at all. So the Omnicorn variant here. I have a news article here from USA Today. Uh, this was pub published um, today, the 29th. It was about 4 o'clock this afternoon this was published. The title of it is... What are Omnicorn variant symptoms? Everything to know about the latest COVID strain. Now, before I get into this, 
into this article and dive into it at all. I just want to go ahead and, and make this clear. The gentleman in South Africa that identified this variant strain is already under attack. You heard me. The individual that identified this COVID variant is already under attack. He's under attack from the World Health Organization. He's under attack from the CDC, the news networks, the drive-by media. Even the current Biden administration is already on this individual, already downplaying his comments. Why? Because this individual, this doctor who, who recognized this new variant, made a statement when he announced the new COVID variant. He was quoted in saying that this variant has mild symptoms, nowhere close to the first original COVID-19 uh, outbreak, not even as close or deadly or as widespread as the Delta variant. Now, why am I highlighting this? Well, there's a key to reason why I'm, I'm highlighting this. He said mild to no concern should be taken over this Omnicorn variant. He's not downplaying that it can't be, you know, make you sick. He's not saying that you can't go into a hospital if you, if you, if you contract it. What this individual was saying was that the symptoms from it are mild and most people that's had it are recovering very fast, very quickly. Now, I'm going to go ahead, too, and tell you one thing about a virus that I have learned. And this goes with almost every virus known to man. Every time a virus mutates, it doesn't become stronger. It becomes weaker. Our bodies are actually able to fight it off better naturally when it mutates. Because the strand that it originated from is not as strong when it mutates. It's a lesser variant. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that's going to disagree with me. Please go ahead, look it up. And there's many research sites that you can go to about viruses that will give you the compound breakdown of a virus. You can go in and actually see how a virus works. And every time it mutates, it does not become more powerful. It actually weakens. What do you think they use, folks, on the now extinct flu? Somewhere there's a drum banging, going ba-boom, because I just said the, the flu doesn't exist anymore. But honestly, folks, it doesn't. Everything now has been replaced, you've heard me say this before, by what? COVID-19. You have a sore throat, it's COVID. Strep throat, all that stuff, it's COVID now. Everything has been lumped under COVID. There is no just general sickness anymore or different strands. It's all COVID now. 
everything has gone COVID rampant. And the same here comes with this new Omnicorn variant. Like I said, they should have just named this the midterm variant. Because, again, I find this, <clears throat> and it's going to keep happening, folks. We get closer to the midterms, elections, what do you want to bet? Another variant will pop up. This one, not as deadly as the next, but it will still be made out to be serious. So this guy that found this variant, all right, he reported it, reported everything about it. And what did they do? They shut down travel. It's all over the news how this is the next deadly variant. Everybody needs to duck and take cover. You have doctors here in the U.S. today that are coming in from the World Health Organization. They're already saying, oh, everybody's got to mask up again. If you're inside, if you're inside of a building, you've got to mask up. You don't go anywhere without a mask now if you're inside of a building. It's already starting. But I'm going to read this article, like I said. It says, while Amer uh, millions of Americans were enjoying Thanksgiving weekend with loved ones, health officials were sounding the alarm on a heavily mutated coronavirus variant emerging in South Africa. See how they've already got you trying to be scared of this already? This is the World Health Organization announced Friday. It had designated the new strain the variant um, of concern, and named it the Omnicorn. This is not much is known yet about the new variant, but experts say it could take hold, causing infections to surge. See, they don't even know anything about it. And the gentleman who found it has already been watching people that's already come down with it in that region. And what did they say? Mild to no symptoms, fast recovery rate. And they're already downplaying what this guy has already reported and has been studying about this new variant. And now it's it's deadly. We got to shut everything down. God, we got to shut travel down again to everywhere. Close your borders. Lock your doors. That's what we have going on again. Now, Joe Biden came out today, and I know what everyone's going to say. I already know it. They're going to say, oh, God, he's, he's, he's going to attack Joe Biden over, over COVID. I'm not going to attack Joe Biden over COVID. He came out and said that he was not going to do lockdowns and closing of the border. Now, I find this really hard to believe now, Biden was quoted in his administration, said they're going to focus more on the vaccine push than shutting down businesses and borders and states again. <clears throat> now, why do you think that I disagree with that statement? Well, it's easy, folks. You still have blue states that are shut down, believe it or not. You still have businesses that are still shut down or being propped up by the state. You still have people trying to weather this whole COVID storm because, again, we're right back to where we started. 
As much as the Biden administration wants to say, no, 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 we're we're not going back. This is not like when COVID first hit. Yes, it is. Because what they're doing, just like when you read this article, heavily mutated and alarming. We're sounding the alarm. It's already started. This is how this started the first time. They did it with the Delta. Now they're doing it with this next one. And it'll do it'll keep playing and it's gonna keep playing for each one. It's gonna get worse and worse. As we get into the midterm elections, it's gonna get worse. And what do you want to bet? When the presidency comes around again, yet another deadly variant will come out. So much so that it will also force people to again have to do mail-in ballots. What do you want to bet, folks? I can almost bet this. I can I can bet you any amount of money. I can already tell you the playbook for the Democrats and the Democratic Party. This is their playbook. Now, I don't know how many people are like me. I can't speak for the world. I can't speak for everybody here in the United States. I'm sick of it. I'm not playing this game with them anymore. I haven't played this game since the get-go. Now, I have told everybody, I've made it clear, when I was working in the health field, which I'm no longer working in the health field anymore, I was asked, since I've seen a lot of patients, if I could get the COVID-19 shot. Notice I didn't say vaccine. I said shot. And everybody here that listens to me knows why. So I got the COVID-19 Pfizer shot. Now, with that being said, I got sick off of it. It wasn't the best ordeal. I'm not getting a booster shot. Again, I don't believe this is a vaccination because it does not fit in the realm of a vaccination. It's a shot, just like the flu. And you're going to have to keep getting them and keep getting them. And what I find funny is, then in this article, it even says that the WHO director, the WHO director, says that they don't even know if this variant, since it's heavily mutated, if the vaccines are even going to work against this heavily mutated variant. I'm going to continue on here. It says the World Health Organization announced Friday that this new Omnicorn variant was dangerous. It says the Omnicorn variant is the emergence of it. It's just a reminder that although many of us might think we are done with COVID-19, it is not done with us. See how they're playing this as a... All we're missing here is... The scary music like you hear in a, in a horror movie. That, that, I mean, that's what, that's what we're missing here. They're already trying to scare people into something that's already been said by a doctor who's been, who, who found this variant, who's already been watching it, that it's infected people in the region in South Africa. What did he say? 
yeah, it's mild. It's it's people are getting over it really quick. It's not causing any great great concern. But yet here we are. They're shutting everything down. And just in this article in USA Today, just with what I've just read right here, they're already making it sound like this is the death stroke for everybody. <clears throat> so carrying on with this article, it says, here's everything we know about the Omnicorn variant and why Americans should take notice. This is the World Health Organization designated the B11529 variant of concern Friday and named it the Omni the Omnicorn after the fifth let or excuse me fifteenth letter of the Greek alphabet. It says who uses the Greek alphabet for variant classification um, in the variant classification system to simplify the understanding and avoid uh, stigmatizing the countries of which it was identified in. It goes into talking about the pronunciation. It says the U.S. has begun restricting travel to South Africa and several other countries Monday due to the latest variant concern. Here we go. It says, what are the symptoms? It says, who says there's no evidence to suggest that the symptoms are linked to Omnicorn are any different than what has caused in past variants? This is a private um, practitioner a chair of the South African Medical Association, was one of the first doctors in South Africa to detect the new variant. It said they told reporters the symptoms of the Omicron were very mild. See, very mild. So I will give the USA Today, they did put this in the article. It said, and could be uh, treated at home. Uh, these inf infections were the first reported in the university studies were younger and tend to have milder disease. So this is what, this is again what I don't understand, folks. And I'm going to go right back and circle back to this. We have this big, massive, basically media jump on this. We have the CDC, the World Health Organization. We have the Biden administration, all of them going, oh my word, we got to, we got to stop everything. We got to shut down travel again. You could be at risk for mild symptoms and recovery rate that they're saying is even faster than what was previously in any of the other variants. But yet we're going to shut down travel again. We're going to have countries that's going to go on lockdown again. We're going to have states that will go down on lockdown. Mask mandates are going to go right back into effect, especially in schools. And again, this circles all right around what's coming around the corner midterms. And it's going to keep happening and keep happening and keep happening. Then there's the even weirder. I, I don't even know what to say about this one, but th this is even weirder. As this is all is getting hyped up. See right here. Here's a, here's a new article right here. I'm, I'm going to have to stop with what I was saying. It says, Doctor Who Discovered the Omnicorn Speaks Out Against Hype. 
This is on Newsmax. This is what I'm talking about. You've got doctors now, even the guy who found this, and is saying, look, why is everyone hyping this up? Well, I could again, I, I keep reiterating this. They're hyping this up to scare people. Midterms are coming around. And what I was going to stay, be, say before I got into that comment right there about it being hyped up, there's front page on Newsmax that says, report Biden to delay suspension of unvaccinated workers. Now, I know most people are scratching their head and they're thinking, well, Mr. Nash, why, why are you reading that? And you're going on about how this COVID thing's being being hyped, this new variant. Wouldn't, wouldn't they be locking and making vaccinations, you know, pressing to get it more people vaccinated? Well, I can tell you why when we come back from commercial break, folks, why the Biden administration is going back on these mandates for businesses. So more to that, I, I'm at the top of the hour here, um, about 25 minutes in here. I have to take a commercial break, folks. So just bear with me. When I come back, we're going to get right back into this. So stay tuned, folks. You will not be disappointed. We'll be right back. When you're in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560. 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet but there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies, and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419 
709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug-infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business Nyhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www nineheartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at nineheartstumpremoval.com Hello there ladies and gentlemen it's me again, Charles Nash your host from Political Theater When you wake up in the morning you're tired you're trying to fumble around the bedroom Find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage. They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts and again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee and if you don't want to believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself 
and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Jesse's girl here playing. <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and get. Uh, you know, that's. I tell you, some some of the best music, I would have to say, probably comes from the 80s and 90s, hands down. I don't know what it is, but they have the best music in those two eras. Well, folks, like I said before, I went to commercial break. I <clears throat> I was talking about the article on Newsmax that says Biden to delay suspension um, of unvaccinated workers. Now, I know I said, well, wouldn't he be wanting with the new variants and everything to actually get wanting to get people more vaccinated and be pushing the vaccinated and, and pushing getting rid of people? Well, I can tell you why they delayed that for two reasons. Oh, trust me, they, they want to. They want to implement and push push people out the door that's not vaccinated. The attack on the unvaccinated has not stopped. It's not going to stop. The problem is here, folks, is two things. One, Biden and his administration are getting sued out the yin-yang by individual companies, groups, and states. Because of the mandates for the vaccines. That's one reason why he's backtracking. Number two, the other issue is we're going to get right into this article so you can hear it for yourself. <clears throat> so here's the second reason. You'll find it out here in this article. It's on Newsmax. It's called, again, it says, Biden to delay suspension of unvaccinated federal workers until after holidays. Again, this is just federal workers. This was posted today. It says the White House Office of Management and Budget is reportedly telling federal agencies they can hold off suspending or firing federal workers for not complying with the vaccine mandate until after the holidays. This is ABC News, which reported Monday it had obtained a memo on guidance said the change hasn't been publicly announced and comes as President Joe Biden is putting pressure on private employers to embrace their own vaccine mandates. Again, because you have people pushing back. Companies are pushing back. States are pushing back in the form of lawsuits. It says, according to the OMB, 92% of federal workers have already had at least one vaccine dose. This was reported to ABC News. Now, the reason also that <clears throat> they're not in, in, enforcing this on the federal worker completely right now, they don't have enough staff. Now, I know most people are like, well, the federal government is huge, Mr. Nash. Come on. They don't have enough staff, folks. Look at, for example, the massive spending bill. That has to go in front of the Senate. Joe Biden's Build Back Better Green New Deal plan. In it, 
They're putting billions and billions of dollars into one federal department, for example. If you wanted to take a guess, I can tell you. The IRS. That's to go after you and I to get more money. But they're going to be filling hundreds of thousands positions just in that federal field. But they don't have the workers for it. It's the same thing in other departments at the federal level. The government has had such a smack itself with firing people, people walking out, they're shortchanged and short-staffed themselves, folks. But the other big part to this is the lawsuits. And I'm going to continue. You can hear it for yourself here in this article. It says, News comes in the wake of fierce pushback from GOP-led states. It says, A coalition of 10 states have sued the federal government as of November the 10th to try to block the requirement for healthcare workers, opening new front and the resistance to the Joe Biden administration COVID response. No, it has nothing to do with trying to stop Joe Biden or helping control COVID, which he's done a terrible, terrible job of. Remember how they smacked around Donald Trump and said, well, you haven't done anything to curve COVID. Well, the Biden administration has done 10 times worse and hasn't done anything. What's going to happen is, folks, you're going to find out that all of these mandates are unconstitutional. And this is why the Biden administration is having so many problems right now. It's just not the GOP who's coming in and suing Biden. There's many, many, many more. There are big groups out there. You've got Christian groups groups that are, that are, are suing Biden. Joe Biden. Here's one right here. This one was on Fox News. Um, this was also on USA Today as well. It says the Heritage Foundation sues the Biden administration over vaccine mandate. It says the Heritage Foundation filed a lawsuit against President Joe Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for private employ employers, claiming it is a gross abuse of government power and a violation of personal liberty the conservative think tank announced Monday. It says the American Center for Law and Justice filed a lawsuit on behalf of the Heritage Foundation and the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Washington, D.C. Circuit that claimed Biden's vaccine mandate enforced by an Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, represents a gross abuse of power and clearly encroaches on the police power of states expressively reserved by the 10th Amendment. <clears throat> so there you go, folks. There is the challenge. And it's a large challenge. You also have a lot of businesses that are pushing back. You have airlines now that are pushing back. You have some tech companies that are pushing back. Manufacturing is pushing back. And like I said, with the shortages going on with the work staff all over the United States, 
it's even hitting the federal level, folks. Make make no uh, make no reservations that it's not happening there. It is happening, and those are the two reasons you see the Biden administration going back or delaying somewhat of this COVID mandate, even though now they're pushing this new variant that's really not deadly or really any concern. But you, you're hearing it. Now, something that there, there's two other points here that I'm going to get to this evening. Now, I have been sitting on this one here. It's from Como News. It's a small little news outlet. This was on Saturday, November the 20th. Now, I have been holding on to this article for the last five days. Because I wanted to read more into this and I wanted to get more information before I shared it with you on my show. And it's a juicy one. Now, how many out there that's in the listening audience who is listening to the sound of my voice, how many people that's rather had the COVID shot are on the fence to get the COVID shot, rather because spiritual reasons, religious, or because you don't want to have something thrown in your body that you don't know if it's going to do something to you down the road with side effects or causing other serious illness. You have a lot of people who go on about, well, I don't <clears throat> I don't know the history of this vaccine or this shot. And I'm not going to introduce something that's foreign into my body that has really no no historical research behind it. So this article this article was put out by Como News, it did not really get hardly any traction with any of the big news networks, and I don't really know why. I do, but I don't. Let me just say that. The reason it didn't is because your left your left stream media outlets do not want to push this. But some of the ones that actually would push this didn't. I'm actually kind of surprised. It says the FDA says it needs 55 years to release the Pfizer vaccine data. Now, if you're listening to my voice, again, I'm going to repeat this because everyone's probably going, what the hell did he just say? I'm going to repeat it again. The FDA says it needs 55 years to release Pfizer vaccine data. You did not hear that wrong. It says a team of scientists, professors, want to publish the data and the behind the COVID federal government approval of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. There's just one problem. The FDA says it would take a decade to process the paperwork. Now, isn't that just a load of malarkey? And you're hearing it. You're hearing it first. If you have not heard this, I'm reading this article to you. This was actually asked 
I'm going to go into this even more. It says the FDA officially says it would take 55 years to release the data. And that's because the request is uh, 3,000, or excuse me, uh, 329,000 pages long. Now, folks, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you right now. We have government databases out there that have hundreds of thousands of documents every day. And there's a team going through them every day and looking them over. If we can get to the bottom for the last four years under Donald Trump about this whole ordeal with Russia collusion, hundreds of thousands of pages of just garbage. You're telling me in four years we can get through all of that. You're telling me that the FDA cannot process 329,000 pages on what is in the data behind the Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine. The data behind it. They're not going to do it, folks, because it's a stall tactic. Because they don't want you to know, you or I or the public, to know what is in those damn vaccinations. And I can tell you the reasoning behind that. When you look at a shot or a vaccine or any type of medical... Um, any anything that's a medication anything at all what is one thing that you always see happen down the road historically there's always something that happens and they usually have to pull a drug and who's responsible for that drug the pharmaceutical company that made the drug correct they can be sued and held liable do you want to know why Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and all of them do not want to release this information under the Freedom of Information Act? I can tell you. Because they're one, they're exempt from the federal government <clears throat> under this COVID regulation. With Project Warp Speed, and I do blame Donald Trump for this one, for allowing it. They can't be sued over these these vaccine for COVID-19. You heard me right. The drug for the COVID-19 vaccine, the shot, the pharmaceutical companies behind it, you cannot sue them if something five or ten years down the road happens to you health-wise over the COVID vaccine. Because they're federally protected under Project Warp Speed. And the agreements that went into this vaccine to make it. Now, I know most people are going, well, that, that can't be true. No, it is true. They're the only pharmaceutical company or companies 
that can't help be held reliable at all. Why the protection? Well, I can tell you again, folks, because they rushed this. They don't know exactly what it's going to do, effectively or non-effectively. There's no history behind this. There's not enough data to historically tell people, yeah, in five to ten years, this is what you could be facing or not facing. Because they rushed this thing and it took them less than a year to do it. Continuing with the article, <clears throat> it says the FDA official says it would take 55 years to release all the pages that's requested. It says those seeking the info include the group of more than 30 professors and scientists from universities including Yale, Harvard, and UCLA. It says at the center of all is a group, the public health and medical professions for transparency. Hmm. It says they argue that making the Pfizer vaccine information public could help reassure the vaccine skeptics that the shot is safe. But the FDA says it just can't simply turn over the documents. Records must be reviewed and redacted, which is a standard with Freedom of Information or FOIA requests as they include private information on patients and trade secrets. There you have it, folks. 55 years is what the FDA says it would take for them to actually give out any information. And this is just with Pfizer. I am assuming it's probably the same with Johnson & Johnson and Moderna. So when you're out there, when you're a, a regular private citizen and you're out there and you're, you're, <clears throat> you're wondering if you need to get the booster or if you haven't got COVID, the COVID-19 shot yet, if you're hearing my voice, this might be something you need to really think about. Because folks, I can smell blood in the water just like a shark. And I'm going to tell everyone that's listening to my voice. They're not going to come out with this information. It has nothing to do with them not being able to get this information out. It would not take 55 years. As they're stating. Wow. This is a ploy because they do not want the information out there. Because of the ramifications, what would probably be seen behind it. So anytime you're thinking about this, when you're looking at potentially getting the COVID shot, think back to this article that I'm reading to you, because you may actually think twice. Just something that I wanted to share with everyone. Now, the other article that I wanted to share, <clears throat> I've also had this for a couple days. Now, I'm not singling out this individual. I have no problem with this individual. What I have a problem with is the, the way he comes out and just basically calls Americans stupid. Especially unvaccinated Americans. 
Now, I know most people probably don't know who I'm talking about. Probably because he's nowadays kind of irrelevant. That would be Howard Stern. I've got an article here. It's in uh, Yahoo Entertainment. It says, Howard Stern says he might have to run for president to clean up the COVID mess caused by anti-vaxxers. Now, again, I've been sitting on this for about a week, week and a half. I didn't even know if I even wanted to give it a moment of my time. I had mentioned Howard Stern with what he did with Aaron Rodgers, the comment there. Basically, Stern went on and basically on his show says that he wants to basically run for the presidency in 2024 because he wants to clean up the COVID mess. Matter of fact, he even came out and said that he could he could he could turn this effing thing around in just a couple of days time. I'm reading his quotes here. Uh, he, he basically calls the United States a sad country. Um, and he says it's becoming a third world country because of effing morons that we're having to live with here. And he said that would be the anti-vaxxers who have caused the mess with COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, he continued on in his rant. Um, he said, we've got too many morons living here. Uh, he goes, we could get past this whole list of COVID business if everyone would just get vaccinated. All right. Well, this is what, again, what I'm going to say to Mr. Howard Stern, the same comment that I made to him over the Aaron Rodgers thing. And no, it's not because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. I, I tend to think that Aaron Rodgers is a big baby. This is my comment that I'm going to make again to Howard Stern. Apparently, you don't follow the news very well, or you don't follow the science. Because I'm pretty sure even the vaccinated are getting sick, can carry COVID-19 and pass it to others who also could be vaccinated. If you look at the state of Vermont, Mr. Stern, I'm sure this, my voice will never reach someone as big as you. If you look at the state of Vermont, leading in COVID cases, and guess who the people that are leading the COVID cases are? They're all vaccinated, Mr. Stern. A blue state has the highest vaccinated rate And they're also leading in COVID. So does that have to do with unvaccinated people as well, Mr. Stern? That's my question to you. You call every American that's not vaccinated morons. Effing morons. Apparently, you're not reading the the, the science here. I guess my comment to Mr. Stern is, I guess... Instead of having your 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 head between your 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 wife's chest, you know how she's almost twenty years younger than you. Maybe you should actually pay attention to what what you're saying, and actually do some research. 
That would be my comment to you, Mr. Stern. Because apparently you don't you don't follow the science. Because if you actually followed the science and you actually looked into the actual COVID numbers, you're going to find out that just as many people are getting COVID that's vaccinated than the unvaxxers that you're claiming. Or the the effing morons. You want to talk about science? How you would fix things in, in a day or two? Good luck with that. You would get into office. Let's say you were elected, Mr. Stern. Let's say you were elected president. You would be one of the biggest laughingstock presidents, just like Joe Biden. You rave against Donald Trump, who you supported many years ago and was a good friend. All of a sudden, when he became president, now nope, he's a moron. He ruined everything. So you know what? I, I, I'll, I'll throw this challenge out to Mr. Stern. Please run for presidency in 2024. I don't think you're going to get elected. I don't think you have a snowball's chance in hell of getting elected. But please do run. Get up there on a stage with whatever platform you're going to run, rather that be Democrat, Republican, or Independent. Get up there and run. I want to see you have the, the questions thrown at you and your answers. Because it, because if it's the same as the malcontent ravings that you go on about on your show, you're going to be a laughing stock and get laughed off stage. That's just my two cents there, folks. I have nothing personal against Howard Stern. I really don't. I think he's a funny individual. I really do. But when it comes to politics and it, it comes to actual things that are concerning in this country, I don't think Howard Stern has any clue of what's actually going on. I think he's just another faded celebrity that's out there pushing their opinion when they have no facts about anything. They haven't read or actually indulged themselves about anything. And if you were to get them on a debate floor, they would probably again fold like cheap Chinese paper. But again, that's just my two cents. So we're going in about 26 minutes here, folks. I'm going to go ahead and take another uh, obscene profit timeout. Uh, bear with me and we will be right back. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction? Well, have I got the company for you folks. 
America's pioneer construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, call Pioneer Construction Company. Located in Mount Gilead, Columbus and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas. Or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction 1975.jb3 at gmail.com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. In today's juggle between family and work, it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new. When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington. Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their street cars and Pullman passenger cars for the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.ohiorailwaymuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. aging, the pain in my hips was getting worse and worse. So I ordered relief factor for pain I was having in my neck and my knees. After 30 years of back pain, I have found relief. I am pain free. I love it. I am so glad that I ordered relief factor. I am now pain free. Thank you, relief factor. Folks, I don't know how to tell you how rewarding it is 
to hear all the wonderful relief factor success stories. Pat Boone again. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. Here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it, and it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now, they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free face, body, hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical-free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand-painted, beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion. The perfect gift for loved ones. And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsandwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I've got uh, Sir Elton John here, Tiny Dancer, playing. My wife actually requested this when I asked her to pick a good song, and boy, she delivered. So, there you go, Elton John's Tiny Dancer. We're going to go right into the home stretch here of the show here, ladies and gentlemen. And <clears throat> let me tell you, I am so glad that I picked this topic I, I've been holding out on for the last couple of days with all the COVID things that are just popping up this whole week. Well, there's a couple of really big ones here that I've been waiting to the end of the show to drop. This one actually just popped up. So I'm really waiting for all of the drive-by media to start harping on this. This comes in 
for today. This this just actually just came up. Um, most outlets are already talking about this. Uh, I'm reading this right now off of CNN, Newsmax, all of the networks. It says Judge blocks vaccine mandate for healthcare workers in ten states. You can imagine the blowback that's going to come back from this, folks. So we're going to get read in this article. It says Matthew Scrip. It says a judge from Eastern District of Missouri blocked a Biden administration mandate Monday in 10 states that required COVID-19 vaccination for healthcare workers, according to the Springfield News Leader. It said the, uh, it's, it's cited on here is that the ruling that regu- the regulations uh, handed down by the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid, which is CMS, did not receive approval from, cro- from Congress to mandate vaccines for healthcare workers, which is argued was necessary given the mandate's vast economic and potential sacrifice. It says the CMS mandate was also issued without a standard period for public comment. There you have it, folks. So the Biden administration made this mandate through OSHA, thinking that they could go through a back door, and it looks like the same back door that they're using on the mandates here is now being worked against them. So here is the state's I'm going to give a list of the 10 states here. It says that is under this uh, judge's ruling. You have um, Missouri, which is leading the lawsuit. Uh, It also goes under for Nebraska, Arkansas, Kansas, Iowa, Wyoming, Alaska, South Dakota, North Dakota, and New Hampshire. It says the order will block health care providers in those states for requiring workers to receive the COVID-19 vaccines while the, injun- the injunction stands. It says if the administration appeals the injunction, it will land in the Eighth Circuit, which is just one active or senior uh, status judge appointed by a Democrat out of 14, Bloomberg is reporting. So there you have it. Now, there's also some other news here when it comes to to COVID. And basically, my whole show here today, folks, is is going to be over the ever-evolving problem of COVID as it stands right now. The next article that I want to bring up, this one was also on Newsmax. It was also on Politico, and it was on the uh, U.S. political uh, source source page. It says, um, uh, concerned, it says, reps say that Biden will use Omicron to push agenda. Well, didn't I just state that at the beginning? 
beginning of the show, I told everybody what was it's what this is going to be used for. It's going to be a new one every couple months going into the midterms and after. So we're going to get right into this news article. It says, concerned Biden will use Omicron to push agenda. It says, Brian Steely told Newsmax Monday, he's concerned that the Biden administration will use the news about the new Omicron coronavirus variant to push his agenda. He's quoted on saying, I am concerned about the policies proposals that the Biden administration is going to try to put forward now. And that the new news of this new variant being out, that they're going to try to use the hype to drive their liberal agenda, the Wisconsin Republican said on Newsmax National Report. He says, I'm going to keep an eye on this. So we need to hold this administration accountable for its actions. Well, look. I think the Biden administration is already being held accountable. Thus, all the lawsuits, the court injunctures, the infighting now with companies. Now you have healthcare workers continuing to push back in large droves and numbers. People quitting. You have shortages all over the United States in many different fields, healthcare being one of them. Folks, I'm telling you, if you're like me, you're burnt out on COVID. And I know most people say, well, you're reporting it the whole, your whole podcast. Well, you're right. It's my job to get people informed. And what I'm bringing today to everybody should be a concern. Folks, if we're going to get this country back on track, We have got to get our freedoms under the Constitution of the United States back. I mean, that's just like here the other day. I'm going to go off COVID topic here for just a brief moment. That's just like here yesterday and today. There was a news article that was out. It was in the Washington Post. It was even in the New York Times about how 800,000 illegal immigrants just in New York, they're wanting to make it so they can be legal for them to vote. Now, it's stated right there in the Constitution that if you are not of legal status as a United States citizen, You do not have any rights. If there's anyone out there that says, well, you're wrong, look it up. It's stated right there in our own Constitution. You have no legal rights if you're not a U.S. citizen. And you can try the state all at once, can try, New York can try, all those liberals can try to pass whatever bill... It's unconstitutional. That would go to court and be shot down faster than anything that you'd seen. Because it's unconstitutional. You have no rights as an illegal immigrant. 
I know that may sound very harsh. It's in our documents. It's in our founding documents, folks. They put it in there for a reason. And, you know, the, the Gallup poll that came out with that article said that 60% of those 800,000 illegals said that they would vote Democrat if given the chance to vote. So you tell me, why are the Democrats pushing that? You know damn well why they're pushing that. It's another way to sway the elections in a, what I'm going to tell you now is going to be a red wave come the midterms. Because everyone is fed up with this garbage. Everyone wants to get back to a working environment. Everyone wants to get back to actual having safety, law and order in this country. They want to get away from the stupidity with this COVID virus. Look, folks, you've heard me say it before. Viruses are real. But when you dictate everything in this country around a virus, that's not going to be stopped. You're going to set yourselves up for failure. We've seen it for the last almost two years. It was a self-inflicted economic wound. And I think people have woken up now that it's hit their billfolds to understand, especially with inflation being the way it is. I think people are finally realizing we have got to get back to normal. Closing out the show tonight, folks, I just have <clears throat> one or two more items here to discuss. If you want to look at Joe Biden's approval rating right now, it is still hovering in the low 30s. Still hovering. Then you've got this article here that says below average Joe. This is President backs out of supply chain speech last minute as nation awaits for leader to lead. <laughs> Folks, we haven't had a leader since he's been in office. You have another article here. Dr. DeFauci here the other night saying that he is science. Did anyone see that? Dr. Fauci, the, the Fauci, came out and actually said he is science. That everything that result, uh, uh, revolves around science when it comes to viruses and your health, he's basically a god of. And he's getting ripped about it, that he is science, that he makes the science call. That he shapes the science when it comes to public health. He's as bad as when Joe Biden here last night said that the Omicron is a cause for concern, but not a cause for panic. 
But yet, then goes around and starts panicking everybody and all the news outlets that support the Democratic agenda. Now, I will give some people some good bit of news before the podcast ends here. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is stepping down. I've seen that today as well. Will I think that's going to fix Twitter? No. I I think Twitter is going to stay a damaged um, social social media outlet. I don't think it's going to get any better. The last bit of news that I'm going to cover, it's a big one. This is over national defense. Now, this was on Politico. And I'm going to close out with this. It says, McConnell threatens to stall defense bill without amendment votes. It says, Democrats need to muster 60 votes to advance the defense policy bill, meaning Republicans can still stall the measure if they hang together on the vote. It says the quest to pass a defense policy legislation hit a new obstacle today as majority, excuse me, minority leader Mitch McConnell vowed to oppose advancement to further the defense bill, um, the amendment votes for it. It says the Kentucky Republican warned on the floor that he'll oppose the immediate vote to cut off debate on the Senate version of an annual National Defense Authorization Act, citing the GOP calls for more amendment votes, including sanctions over Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline into Germany. This is McConnell said if the Democratic leaders insist on forcing a culture vote today, I'll post cutting of those important uh, debates prematurely when they really have when they really haven't even begun. It says the potential GOP filibuster could force more votes for yet another setback as Schumer tries to quickly finish the defense policy bill this week and pass legislation to avert a government shutdown midnight of Friday. House and Senate leaders have little margin for error as they aim to send <clears throat> President Joe Biden's um, compromise defense bill before the end of the year. I just wanted to, to share that with everybody because we're looking down the barrel again of a potential shutdown. Which, honestly, folks, I kind of just wish they would just shut everything down. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but in the same aspect, I, like so many other people that I have talked to and pulled, you want to fix Washington. These bills that they're voting on in the House and Senate, if I was the Republican Party... And I wanted to actually save face for the party and actually show American voters that what what they want matters and that they're not just trying to jam through everything and anything for their own pocketbooks and own agendas for per party. 
Personally, if I was the Republican Party, I would say, look, we're going to vote on one bill, one individual bill at a time. We're not lumping them together anymore. Oh, how fast would the problems in Washington, D.C. be fixed? But that'll never happen. That's about like saying let's pass a, a bill to make every senator have minimum wage. That'll never happen either. <clears throat> but again, that's just my two cents. Well, folks, that is going to close out the show for this evening. Um, I want to thank everyone again for tuning in and listening. If you would like to add any questions or, or, or topics, anything that you would like to discuss with me again, I can be found on my Facebook page, or you can email me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. I do try to um, respond to everyone that, that leaves me a message or chimes in. So leave me a message. Let me know what you think. And again, I want to thank everybody. I hope everyone had a great uh, Thanksgiving holiday and a great weekend, um, especially now since we're getting ready to go into the Christmas season. Please, everyone, again, stay safe out there. You know, this is the season for giving. This is the season to be helpful. Let's remember what the holidays are for, and it's not for presents. It's, it's for giving. It's for showing thanks, supporting one another, and knowing that we're all Americans, all in this together. So again, I am Charles Nash. This has been another episode of Political Theater, and I hope all of you have a great evening. Thanks. And good night, folks.